Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 111 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yes, hello. And uh, I played a lot of video games on the next generation of consoles this week. Uh, that may be the case, but um, Manny, I have a, an apology to issue to all of our fans. Oh, no. Yeah. What's that? Um, last week, <laughs> I made a Photoshop... Oh, no. And I forgot to submit it. Oh, shit. Well? So I'm just going to submit it for this week. I, okay. I was very disappointed in myself. <laughs> I, I realized after, on like Saturday, and I was like, oh, no. I'm not going to text Manny. Uh, <laughs> so uh, here you go, Manny. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> oh, boy. That is Yakuza like a dragon. Holy fuck. You are Nanba and I am Ichiban Kasuga. I think my Photoshop looks pretty good. Yours yeah, is a mine is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> but mine's yeah. pretty good. I, I'm, I'm looking pretty good with that hair. I'm yeah, you look you that. look kind of like Nanba there. That's pretty good. I like so, that. So yes, uh, I, I'm very disappointed in myself. So I, oh. I apologize to all our fans. Yeah. Um, I had it ready and I just completely forgot. We just instantly got into the podcast. So. Oh, bummer. Yes. Bummer. Yeah. So you, you got delayed a week seeing this uh, terrible Photoshop of Manny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It is awful. I apologize. Yep, it, is, it is the worst. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, now you can talk about uh, your the video games that you've been playing, Manny. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we can't talk about that yet. We got to talk about the news first, Mm -hmm. obviously. Sure. Uh, So the first one on here, Capcom got hacked and uh, the people that hacked them were basically like asking for money so that they wouldn't leak everything. Uh, Capcom decided that they weren't going to do that. And uh, a lot of stuff leaked, like mainly their entire release calendar until the end of 2024. Uh, and some of this stuff was pre-COVID, so this might not even actually be fully accurate anymore. And a lot of the games were under code names. But the biggest one that they leaked before uh, all the other stuff was the one you would put on here, which was that there was an Ace Attorney 7 in development uh, right. that was rumored for quarter three, 2021. Uh, I think that's real because why wouldn't it be? because they should put out another Ace Attorney. Um, And there was also stuff that said they were going to try to port uh, four through six to consoles in a collection like they did with one to three, Mm -hmm. um, which would be totally tight, because that way they wouldn't be trapped on the fucking 3DS eShop forever. The one weird thing I find is, because I I looked at a few different sites, like Mm -hmm. no one is like saying anything about resident evil village which i know we know about it but we don't know when it's releasing that is true people still think it's releasing this year but it's not obviously 2020 yeah are they that's what it says that's what it says on the ps5 release date thing well they're just wrong well i listen that's what it says okay because i mean because like if you look what 2017 was resident evil 7 and they did Mm -hmm. it in like january right uh yeah i would guess that this one is going to come out in april but but it, but that's my point then like the other two like resident evil 3 or 2 remake and 3 remake they were both in the spring yeah they were like march april so i would say this new one will be that too i would guess quarter one 2021 mm-hmm. i but yeah. i i just found it strange that like 
the leak didn't even include like even just like quarter one for Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, village. Is it eight or village? It's both. Okay, that's not. It is. It is village, but V I I I. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh I. Yep. So. Yep. But I didn't know, like, officially, if it was just village or they calling it. It, They do call it village, but then it Mm -hmm. like those Mm -hmm. letters change color to be a. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, but that's on the logo. I meant more like in like. Uh, databases I'm, oh I'm that i that i don't know i'm kind of curious to see how that's gonna like how how like databases will kind of do that but mm-hmm. that'll be sometime uh so there was also a lot of leaks of like personal information of people who had shopped with the capcom store uh oh, that that got out there a lot of websites refused to publish that and like personal information about developers and all kinds of wild shit so that stuff's not out there easily i mean you could find it but mm-hmm a lot of websites were good enough to not post that shit but uh yeah so the release calendar all the way until the end of 2024 mm-hmm. uh resident evil outbreak quarter 4 2021 right, right. a sequel to dragon's dogma quarter well, 2 2022 that's not that surprising because <sighs> to the, me it is well the reason why i say that is because they like whoever the creator is i can't think of his name he was asked do you want to make devil may cry or do you want to make another Dragon's Dogma? And he was like, I want to do, you know, Devil May Cry first, which mm-hmm. always just kind of gave the impression that they were going to get around to Dragon's Dogma. I, I guess it's just been such a long time. I guess there was that Dragon's Dogma anime that came out last year or whatever. So. Well, no, wasn't there also like a remake? There was a remake that came out on Switch and something else, but it was just like a shitty up thing. Uh, sure. But I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, but the fact that they even did that shows that they have some interest in yeah, mm-hmm. last year on the Switch, a couple years before that, it was on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. They released it on PC in 2016. Yep. So it seems like they've been just slowly uh, bringing, you know, just kind of pulling this along little by little. Uh, now, this is the game where, like, you would recruit other people's characters, right? Yeah, they were called pawns. And, and you then, would like use them to come into your game and help and stuff. From what I remember, like a lot of journalists, their pawns ended up being like the best ones that everyone was picking because their their pawns were already like in the system when everybody started playing in the first. Place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it like two would have the a similar thing. I would assume that two has the pawns as well, because it's like a huge part of the story in the first one. Mm. I did not play it. My brother did. And he okay. really liked it at the time. I Another thing that I'm kind of curious there is like Capcom doesn't make open world games. This is really their only franchise that is. Yes. And I'm kind of curious because like Dragon's Dogma was 2012. Two will be 2022. So that'll be 10 years. I'll be curious to see if they add 10 years of innovation to the to the oh they won't i have zero faith that they will do that is there a reason you didn't pick up one uh it just i don't know it was just like a kind of a mixture between like monster hunter type battling i mean not really because it's like still quick battling but just the way some of the mechanics work and like skyrim-esque stuff that i was Mm. just like i don't really I don't know, man. Yeah, you've never been a big open world guy, so it makes sense. Yeah. 
But what I am big about is Street Fighter 6. Yeah, but what about <laughs> Super Street Fighter 6? Oh, uh, that's coming out in 2023, quarter t- 24. Nope. But th- quarter 3, 2022 is when Street Fighter 6 yeah. is supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. People exploded about this one because it also listed the platforms and the PS4 and the Xbox One were on there. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this was I saw people being like, oh, I see they learned their lesson and they're not just going with a console exclusive. That's what fucked them last time. And I was just like, okay, guys, that was not not what fucked them last time. No, no. Let's not pretend that what ruined Street Fighter (laughs) five is that it wasn't on the Xbox one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was the downfall, man. That was (laughs) it. That's what killed it. I know. fuck dude yeah yeah and then people also were like oh but like now because the ultra version or street fighter oh sorry there was super street fighter 6 and ultra street fighter 6 my bad yeah yeah, one one a year and people were like oh well at least they're not gonna do that again it's like no they are they Mm -hmm. were always gonna do that forever so that's fine i just like i hope that that was like an old document or some shit because they in 2022 it cannot come out on the PS4 and the Xbox One as well. It can't. You I, can't. It can. I mean, it can. They should not do that. I am going to reserve judgment. Because the it, fucking the install base of both of those will be so much larger by then that yes. there's don't do that. Also, if don't you're making that. PS4 versions, then that's going to severely handicap you. Uh, yeah. Because it seems like what they should do is Street Fighter 6 should just be the Street Fighter for this. I guess we now call it this gen PS5 and Series X or Xbox Series. I don't know. Uh, But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it should just be this should be the Street Fighter platform for this generation. It should be. Yes. Um, And I'll be kind of curious to see what they mean by Super Street Fighter and Ultra Street Fighter if it is going to be like it'll be more like um, street fighter Mm four where you had to buy the upgrades or it'll be like uh, uh, street fighter five where it's just kind of like adding expansions or whatever. Uh, I hope it's like four because then it's like, then you just like get a stack of characters when the new one comes out instead of just buying like season pass DLC. Uh, Yeah. Cause like even like, even with like the way they did four, it was never like you had to pay $60 again. It was always just like pay for an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I remember when we were at a fighting game tournament and like Ultra Street Fighter wasn't even out yet. Mm-hmm. Ultra Street Fighter 4 wasn't even out yet. And we were seeing like ads all over the place for it. And, yeah. And now we're talking about Street Fighter 6, Manny. Yeah. Jesus. That's what's up, dog. Yeah, that is what is up. Um, I'm not going to read the release years anymore on these because I have a feeling that everything else after Street Fighter 6 is a code name slash never coming out. Uh, no. Monster Hunter 6 is absolutely going to get made. Okay, it will get made. I'm just saying it's not called Monster Hunter 6, and I no. bet that it will not come out in 2023. Also, I bet Resident Evil 4 Remake will be called Resident Evil 4 Remake. Okay, that's fair. But Rock Mega Man Match? What the fuck is that? No, is that a ma- is, is, well that's that's the japanese version but oh. uh mega man match here in the u.s is that a match three game with mega man because i want that i hope it's a phone game but uh who knows <laughs> who Don't knows you guys have phones 
<laughs> Don't you guys have phones? Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, which, yeah, they were going to make that. I yes, still yes. think they shouldn't because they will fuck it up and everyone will get butt hurt. Uh, no, they, they won't fuck it up, but people will still get butt hurt. Uh, everyone's going to get butt hurt. That's for sure. Uh, but I don't know, man. That game needs less of a remake than the other ones, so who I knows? I bet getting away from tank controls will still be worth it. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't and know. If, like, and they could probably include both and be like, if you want to just hate your life, you can use tank, tank controls. They could do that. Um, Monster Hunter 6, which would probably be the sequel to World or World 2 or whatever, which makes sense because... Uh, rise comes out um in march of 2021 what is it actually has a real release date it's the switch game the switch monster hunter Um, and a movie coming out in december yeah the movie looks like it's gonna be a shitty garbage dump but um it's true i have never seen a single video game movie be bad i don't like mila jovovich as an actress so since she is the lead, I will not like this film, probably. Uh, but then they also, that's not on this list, but they there was Monster Hunter Rise G. Um, and that was obvious as well, because that'll add G rank to Monster Hunter Rise, uh, as they do with every single one of them. Biohazard Apocalypse, that's a Resident Evil game, because that's what it's called in Japanese. Uh, Super Street Fighter 6, a Final Fight remake. So these next two... A Final Fight remake and a Power Stone remake? That's crazy. <laughs> Fucking Capcom hasn't made a Final Fight game since like 2000 or before. So what? I mean, maybe they just saw that Streets of Rage was a popular when it came out, Streets of Rage 4. So maybe they're like, we'll just make a Final Fight game. Who's ready? Was it popular? Street, Streets of Rage 4, yeah, it reviewed like super well. Well, yeah, it reviewed well. I'm just kind of curious if that translated over to sales. Yeah, people love Streets of Rage. Okay, I, I just didn't... I saw like pe- like journalists loved it, but I didn't really see a lot of people talking about, about it other than... No, like, it's, a, it's a hot... It's hot. Okay. I like Streets of Rage. Did you play Um, it? Not 4, but I mean, I just like Streets of Rage in general. Because that's on... And I, sh- I know it is. I should play it. Um, and then Power Stone, man, what did they remake Power Stone? That's crazy. I can't handle it. In 2024, I if I am playing a Power Stone remake, ooh, I don't know how I'll feel about that. Uh, well, you'll be in your well into your mid 30s, basically. At that exactly. Point. And uh, I'll probably have less fun with it than I did when I was in my teens. I would guess, yeah. So we'll see about that. And the final one, Resident Evil Hank definitely is mistyped and should be Hunk, who is an actual Resident Evil character. Uh, And yeah, obviously they're going to make Resident Evil games until the last of time. Uh, I like to think that Village will have a character named Hank. I I mean, maybe, but Hunk is a character, so that would make more sense. It would make Uh, more sense. And at least several of these were confirmed to be uh, real to people by sources. What? Not to dis- disrupt mm-hmm. you, uh, but getting back to Resident Evil. Remember, um, what is their zombie franchise that, uh, though, like the campy fran- like zombie franchise. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. There's a character in there, Hank East. 
That is true. What if in 2024 they merged the two franchases? They said that might be the time to bring it back because they yeah. closed all the studios that made Dead Rising. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so Resident Evil Hank will be Hank East, who is really just Frank West. Yikes. See? I don't know about that. See, Capcom should hire me to come up Capcom with should hire you. I agree with that. I I have good ideas. They should also hire me so I can have them make Mega Man games that don't suck again. Or Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Or Marvel vs. Capcom. That's the saddest thing here is that <laughs> that's not there. Uh, yeah. We all we all knew it wasn't going to happen, but I'm just saying. Or you can be like, make a goddamn Darkstalkers. Make a fucking anything. You have 17,000 fighting game franchises. Fucking do it. Anything. Please, mm-hmm. God. Rival schools, cyberbots, Darkstalkers, Star Gladiator, like fucking just anything for the love of God. Uh, but anyways, sources confirmed that at least Dragon's Dogma 2 and Street Fighter 6 are real. Mm-hmm. Um, so those will at least come out. The rest of them, since they're so far away, I would assume are always in flux or whatever. But it is at least that they would have outlines for things like that. Uh, right, right. And so that I find that to be interesting. None of it is too surprising, though, other than the remaking Final Fight and Power Stone, because the other ones are just like, yeah, we're going to keep making franchises that do well for us. Yeah, the remaking Final Fight is interesting that they're remaking after they already made four. I think that's the interesting part with Final Fight. Well, no, that's Streets of Rage. Oh, I Streets four. of Rage. I'm getting that's a that's a Sega game. That's Final Sega? Fight. Yeah, okay. Final Fight is the game that Cody Guy and Mike Hagar are from. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So they haven't made one of these in a fucking hundred years. I can't believe they haven't put Hagar in Streets Street Fighter. I also can't it's believe it's a that. travesty. It is a travesty. Metro City Mayor Mike Hagar deserves to be in a game. Maybe they'll make a new Marvel and put him in it. Uh, he wasn't in the new one, was he? No, but no one was. No one that we wanted was in that game. Woof. Uh, so yeah, Capcom is weird, and there might be more leaks coming soon because uh, mm. they're still working with law enforcement to figure out what the fuck is going on there. Mm. Did we talk so, about Ace Attorney Seven? We did. Yes, that is okay. that is uh, wow. almost certainly real as well. This has been a long week, Manny, and I. It's been a long week. I know. (laughs) We shouldn't do this on Fridays because my memory (laughs) and just brain are shot Friday night. Hey, hey, that's okay. Do you ever wonder how people like go out and just go crazy on Friday nights? Because like, I'm the exact opposite. Where I'm like, I have nothing left in the tank by Friday. Uh, I don't have anything in the tank ever anymore. So I don't know how people do anything. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have started buying watermelon Red Bull, though, because it's a new flavor. And let me tell you what, it tastes like watermelon. It probably doesn't. No, it does. It's well, it tastes like watermelon flavored things. Okay, not like real watermelon. No. Yeah, it tastes like watermelon flavored candy stuff. Okay, that that I I believe. Yes. Uh, I how's the no fast food going? Uh, Pretty good. I'm not eating fast food. You just replaced it with energy drinks. Uh, I did start drinking energy drinks again this past week, mm-hmm. uh, last Friday, in fact, and then I said, I'm going to stop now. And then I did it every day until two days ago mm. when I said, Ooh, I can't have them now. But then today I got Red Bull. So maybe I'll try to keep it to only the weekends. I don't know. I, as I, I always just like when I go grocery shopping, I just pick up one Red Bull and I'm like, all right, this is my one Red Bull for the week. 
So that's my system. Yeah, I shouldn't have any, but now I want to stay awake for this weekend, so I got Red Bull. Oh, that that makes sense, because I've been going to bed like 10.30 every night, and I'm kind of hating it. Well, I mean, yesterday I went to bed at 5.30, okay, and then that's... slept for 17 hours, so, you know, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> hey, Jesus, that is, yeah, that 5.30 is awfully early. It was very early. I got home from work and said, I feel tired, and Ooh. I just slept forever. Did you seriously sleep all night? I peed a couple times. But then went right back to bed and slept till like morning. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when I would go to bed at 1030, I'm waking up at like 430. You know, I'm like, Ooh, I got that. I cannot I, do. I got to get out of the schedule, but I don't <laughs> know how. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just feel old going to bed early and waking up too early. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. Anywho, um, the Twitch, I don't know if you've been following this. I, I don't, I didn't get Demon Souls the game, but I have been kind of following like the secret door because I just thought it was very Okay, so this was my question. I don't think anyone actually opened it yet. They just figured out how they think you can open it. No, the the, the guy figured out how to open it and I'm pretty sure they, they figured out what is. Did he open it? Um, I'm pretty sure because I saw like pictures of what like you, I'm not going to spoil it, but I saw like what the reward is. Oh, interesting, because I had read an article earlier today that said they had figured out that in the fractured mode, you can get ceramic coins and that you need to get a certain amount of ceramic coins to get in the door. Or they think that because in Bluepoint Shadow, the Colossus remake, you needed 79 coins to get in their new secret door to get the secret sword. Right. But Um, I like Bluepoint was teasing people and they were... Like they tweeted at people who are like prominent soul streamers and also right. air heiress and said like, Oh, we'd love to see you inside the door. And they like took a picture of the door. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Oh yes. As of six hours ago. So when I read an article this morning, okay. Yeah. I read it. I read it today again. I was like, okay, it does seem like, cause it was, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's armor that you mm. get. So interesting. It better be really fucking good if you have to go through the game on that other mode. Uh, well, I mean, at that point, is there anything else to even do? Uh, I mean, go through the game a hundred other times. I don't know. People play Souls games forever. You could get the Penetrator Sword. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's cool for people. Yeah. It took a while to figure out. I mean, it took a whole week almost. Yeah, and congratulations to the Twitch streamer Distortion Two. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who was able to figure it out. But it seems like it was like a group effort, um, from what I understand. So yeah, people were all trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last bit of news I just thought was very interesting. Now you have to take all this with a grain of salt because the sales numbers are pretty much only UK based because that's the only, uh, it seems like that's the only country that like reveals this stuff with any transparency, but, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla actually beat out Call of Duty for number one. Uh, and it was the first time that Call of Duty wasn't number one in its first, like in the first release week in 13 years. Interesting. Uh, so 
which is not that surprising because like I haven't really been hearing anything about the new Call of Duty. Uh, I have not either. And I think part of it is just that this year Warzone came out mm-hmm. and it just kind of reinvigorated people. And then people were just not as excited about the new Call of Duty because they've had Warzone to play, you know, all year, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. But it just seems like Call of Duty has just had zero hype. And I just think it's really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, congratulations, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, and yes. I guess Ubisoft. I also saw. And, uh, oh, sorry. Go I ahead. was, was going to say I, there. I saw a rumor today that is probably true in that Square Enix is looking to sell off its North American developers to Ubisoft. Oh, <laughs> because Avengers did so shitty. <laughs> oh, so that'd be funny. That would be. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out if that'd be better or worse for Crystal Dynamics. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that is interesting. I don't know. And we did skip a news thing, which was that IO, the oh, people that, that make Hitman, they were teasing a new game announcement and they did that. And it is, uh, they are making a James Bond game, right? Codenamed Project 007. There was not any gameplay or anything, but they were told that they could make their own unique origin story for James Bond. And oh. I can't think of a fucking better developer <laughs> to make a fun-ass James Bond game than IO because Hitman is so stupid. And I would love to see what they can do with James Bond and his like weird laser watch gadgets and shit. So, yeah, I'm excited for Hitman three. Um, yes, I liked Hitman one, and then Hitman two came out like I think it was 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And it was I remember it was definitely in the fall. And it was just like everything else is coming out. And I just wasn't able to like get it Uh, where now Hitman three is coming out like early next year. Yeah. Like January 21st, I think. Uh, So like, it'll just be perfect game to just kind of pick up and just like, I'll have, you know, not, not a lot else going on in January. So I, I think I'll be able to actually sit down and really enjoy Hitman kind of like with the, the first one where, as I said two just, terrible time of year for hitman mm-hmm. uh, so yes mm-hmm. i am very excited about three and yeah the i've completely skipped over but yeah this this looks really cool as well the yes project 007 mm-hmm. uh but i think that's pretty much it for the news except for the nominees for the vgas were announced yes but mm-hmm. we're gonna roll that into part three so we're yes. not going to talk about that news until a little later in the show mm-hmm um manny i guess looking at the games you must have updated right before the podcast because i see you added three games i did and it seems like we're just playing the games that we've already talked about so i guess we'll just kind of give updates on all of them Mm -hmm. uh why don't you start with bug snacks uh i platinumed bug snacks 10 minutes before the podcast oh sweet uh i originally was not going to because i like was like oh, i gotta catch 20 some more bug snacks and like i don't think it's that fun to catch them after a certain point right uh but then i had to have borderlands 3's disc in the system while it did stuff so i was like well this is the only digital game i have so i'll just fuck around here um but i did beat bug snacks on i think tuesday uh i was originally gonna play it for two hours and then play yakuza for two hours but i just played bug snacks to completion instead Mm -hmm. uh and 
I think that a lot of podcasts and like journalists have been talking about the ending and like blowing how strange it is out of proportion. It is weird. I'll give you that, but it wasn't like mind blowing or anything. Like it was just like, okay, yeah, this is strange. Mm -hmm. And they do at one point set it up for like a sequel if they wanted to. I don't know if that was just a joke or what was happening there, but uh, it does get weird and it doesn't get as like horror-y as I thought it was going to get. It is still fucking weird and there is some very odd dialogue, but yeah, I don't know. Outside of it, it's like the characters all, if you do all their side quests, you like find out why they were there and it's all they were trying to escape from regular society for one reason or another and you help them come to terms with their issues or whatever uh and it just seems like the bug snacks are kind of there as an ancillary weird thing mm-hmm. I, I don't know like the bug snacks are never super tied into the story i guess they are important in the ending but like other than that i don't know it's just like oh yeah get me this bug snack as a way to further a quest i guess so that there was like a gameplay i don't right. know it took me like six hours to beat the story uh, and then another like hour and a half of dicking around to get the rest of the trophies. Um, so it really does. It's not a long platinum then. No, it did not take that long. Um, did it feel like a long time? Just kind of going back and just kind of redoing that, even if it only took like an hour or so. Yeah, like the hour hours. and a half felt like it took forever because I was trying to catch specific bug snacks and just like the remainder of them. Right. And some of them are just fucking annoying to catch. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. I I am conflicted about this game because I do think it's fine. I just don't think that it's like amazing. And I think if it was not a launch game, no one would be talking about it. Mm. And also it was free. Right, right. So like that helps it as well. I know we don't give review scores, but do you think you'd give this a three? I do think I would give it a three out of five if I was going to review it. Uh, yeah, because it just it sounds like really it would be between a three and a four that like mm-hmm. going by like what, how you're talking about it. But like if we're just doing out of five, it seems like you would lean a little bit closer to the three. So you'd have to give it a three. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept, and I think they do some interesting things with the story and stuff. But like right. outside of that, the gameplay gets pretty bland. I think like six hours is the perfect length, because if you just like catch what you're supposed to for the story, it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's like when you try to catch all 100 bug snacks that it like is like, eh. Yeah, because there's some that I assume that you're just like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just going to move on and try something else. But when you're going for that platinum and you got to get them all, then you have to go back and kind of deal with those more tedious ones that you could avoid if you're just like mainlining the game yeah and then there's a trophy where you have to fully feed everyone all the bug snacks so Mm -hmm. like after i had caught them all i just went around and was trying to catch easier to catch bug snacks but like a fuckload of them Mm -hmm. i was like well this isn't fun it's just like i don't know yeah so yeah bug bug snack uh yeah Uh, which i guess i want to just kind of bounce off that and i just kind of want to complain about something about pokemon for a second manny okay another little thing that i was just like why is this a thing Mm -hmm. okay you know how in pokemon sword and shield you can like register battle teams so then like if you're going online or if you're going into like a battle arena or something you can kind of like register a team of six Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then you're just like, hey, I don't have to like kind of put something together. It's already logged into the system. It's separate from everything else. It's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you register Pokemon into onto a battle team, which you have like six teams you can register. Yeah. Uh, but if you do that and then you go to a Dynamax battle, which is just kind of like in the open world area, you know, uh, it'll be like, oh, no, you can't use a Pokemon that's registered in a in like a bat and like a team battle. Why would you ever want to do that? So then you have to go into the menu, re- deselect the, per- the the Pokemon from the, the team, and then you can use it in a Dynamax battle. And it's just one of those things where you're like, why is this a thing? That physically hurts me. <laughs> why is this I a thing? I swear to God, dude. <laughs> I just like, oh my God. Like, what do they do over there? I don't what know. Are they, what are they doing? I... What are they doing? I don't know. I hate myself. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I hate that I've put almost 140 hours into this game, but whatever. Yeah. I just like the brain dead of registering, or of just like creating Pokemon and stuff. But yeah, like little things like that. I was like, wait, what? What do you mean I I can't use a Pokemon that's registered? It shouldn't have anything to do with dynamaxing I was just, oh. <laughs> it should it should not no no <laughs> jesus so so that was just that's my pokemon sword complaint of the week i guess mm, perfect yes um uh, i guess now i can i'm just gonna kind of bunch my two together okay uh, assassin's creed valhalla and watchdogs legion mm-hmm. i've been just kind of playing a couple hours of each every night um, I will say it is very difficult bouncing from one to the other uh, because the control schemes are very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, sprinting in uh, Valhalla is holding down L3. Mm-hmm. Uh, sprinting in Watch Dogs is holding down R2. Mm-hmm. And I'm tr- I think clicking in our, our L3 is crouching in watchdogs that's probably true that's what it is in a lot of games it is that in spider-man uh, it is i remember that is in uh breath of the wild because i kept accidentally crouching when i wanted to run away mm-hmm. um so yeah like i i had to actually go in and remap some of the buttons in valhalla because i was just like this is getting very difficult for me to keep keep these two straight um <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I I mean I'm enjoying both of the games enough. I'll definitely continue to play and complete them. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, I did go around and I did everything in the open world, so now I'm just kind of going through and mainlining the story. Um, mm. I I continue to just think like I just got to get through these two games, and then it's going to be Spider Man and the other game that you're playing, mm-hmm. uh, Yakuza, and that is mm-hmm. very exciting for me because mm-hmm. I those two games I think are going to be a lot better than the two Ubisoft games. Me too. Uh, yeah, and uh, I guess that sets you up perfectly to talk about the, the last two games that you're, you've been playing. It does. I beat Miles Morales Ooh. on Sunday night. Um, it took about 10 hours. Do you think you'll platinum it? Uh, yes, because the only trophy I have left is to, to beat it on New it. Game Plus. And which sucks ass because you can't skip the fucking cutscenes, mm. and they are so long. 
in uh, some cases. So if you just wait a little bit, though, I mean, replaying it won't be as bad because then you're just like, oh, I'm just kind of re-experiencing the story. Yes, you don't but have what to... I also feel like is a criminal act is it's a fucking bronze trophy. Oh, that is. Uh, that, yeah, that's crazy. what the f- what the fuck is that, <laughs> man? <laughs> but other than that, it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved every moment of this game. I oh. do like it more than the Ridge. Wow. Uh, but that is, that is just because I like Miles more as a character than I like Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it just like they trimmed out all the fat mm-hmm. of the original game. So like there's none of those weird like puzzle sequences or whatever. Like you don't have to fucking do some dumb mini game ever. Well, that's not true. There's one collectathon thing where you have to do a mini game, but it's not. I don't know. You're just like pointing the camera at parts of the world. I did. Right. It's fine. But yeah, there's none of those like oh, match the frequency or like do the other weird shit um, that they had you do. I never did those. I just like went into the menu and said, disable all puzzles. Oh, I got the platinum. So I had to do those. No, no, you can get the platinum. And oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, they disabled all the puzzles in this game by not having them. Uh, And it is just one of those things where it's like, oh, all these collectibles are not super fun. But like, I don't know, swinging around is tight. Yeah. Um, And just, yeah, I don't know. I just like the story. It's more focused. So like it's paced better, I think. So there's none of those weird like stealth sequences or anything. Um, And it's just like every mission, something happens that is critical to the story. So it's Mm. like it just really gets pushed along. Um, It does get pretty emotional uh, near the end for a variety of reasons. Would you say as I was going to say as as just as much as the first? Uh, I mean, I think the first one probably has more of an impact for most people. This one, because Miles is a lesser known character, maybe not. but I don't know. I like this game a lot, man. And I fucking can't wait for there to be another Spider-Man game. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a PS5 exclusive. Hopefully it'll be a PS5 exclusive where you switch between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of this, in the credits, they do tease uh, what will happen next. Hmm. Uh, for anyone who finished the first game, it will be pretty obvious what the next game will probably be about. Well, um, like I assume it's going to continue teasing what they teased at the end of the the first one, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah. And they obviously introduce a lot of characters in this game that are like specific to ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I guess I won't spoil it in case people want to go in totally blind, but there is a character that they tease within the first 20 minutes of the game. And you're like, Oh, of course they're in this, uh, because that's a very prominent character in, uh, the miles Morales, Spider-Man <sighs> universe. So it just, yeah, overall, and like it just Miles feels like a different character, too, because of all his cool electric venom powers and the fact that he can turn invisible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that adds a lot to it. And he feels just like very strong because of those things. And you unlock like five or six of the venom abilities and they're all just unique and cool in their own way. Uh, yeah, it sounds like this game is exactly what we expected, where it is literally just uncharted the lost legacy yes for and sure. to the point where you even liked the lost legacy more than you liked uncharted for yeah um just because it is it's a little shorter it's paced better mm. and i don't want to say more interesting character because like i i think i like nathan drake but then i also like you know zoe and so like yeah, I, yeah. but like it does seem like it's just like a better paced spider-man game that's a little it tighter. for sure is um and I just think it's going to be crazy at the end of the year. I'm going to have three Sony games in my top four. 
because I fully expect this game to be very high on my top 10 list. If I do not like it, I will be beyond disappointed, And I, but I can't imagine I won't like it. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine. And uh, tell me more about Yakuza, Manny. Uh, I am like 10 or 11 hours in now. I mm-hmm. finally have a full party of four people, uh, which is weird because they're the four that are on the cover, but then they like talk about how you'll be able to switch party members for having more than four. So maybe they're trying to keep those a secret or something. Mm. I have no idea. So that's really weird. Um, But now I, boy, I got to the part where you can do side quests and they are fucking stupid. Just like Yakuza should be, man. Uh, One I did, which I'll, this is the only one I'll really talk about in depth was I met a man outside on the street who was uh, buying baby formula for his baby and a Yakuza man came up and tried to steal it from him because he said he needed it. (laughs) Uh, And you beat the shit out of the Yakuza guy. And then the guy's like, Oh, thank you for letting me have this. And then they hear babies crying. And so they're like, Oh my God, someone's baby needs help. Uh, I'll go get some more formula. You go get some hot water and we'll meet back here and help him out you get the hot water and you go upstairs into this building and it is a bunch of grown ass men doing baby role play. And then you have to beat the shit out of them because they are upset that you interrupted their baby role play. Uh, And then afterwards, Matt, I don't know if you saw how the summons work, but it is through a service called pound mates which does sound sexual and is supposed to be sexual as a joke. Uh, But now I can call a grown ass man in a diaper as a summon. (laughs) First summon is free always. But then after that, you got to pay them money. I have not summoned the grown ass man in a diaper. I only summoned the first uh, one who is a large African-American gentleman who has maces for hands. Sure. Sure. Uh, And he's pretty good. Uh, soon I will be able to summon a crayfish named Nancy. I am in the process of doing that side quest right now. Uh, shit is buck ass wild, dude. I <laughs> I have a Pokedex for various punks now. It's called the Suji Dex. The Suji Dex, of course. Uh, because uh, I guess Sujimon means like bad human or something in Japanese. And so you're like, categorizing them for this doctor and he gives you the suji decks dude this fucking game man and it's like you're doing all these things and then like the main plot deals with all these like serious issues and you're like this is this is classic yakuza shit i was gonna say that that is like every other yakuza game it is uh but the i feel like the stupidness of the side quest is amped up to a billion um especially because like the main character Ichiban sees himself as a hero. And so like there is a point where some of the enemies start to transform in battle into something different. And he'll be like, well, you guys see this transformation and the party members will be like, no, what the fuck are you high as hell? Um, And it's just because he sees himself as a hero. He sees some characters as like larger than life monster type things. Sure. Sure. Uh, And so that's all in his brain. They make that pretty obvious. It's so fun. I have so much fun. That's why I wanted to beat Bugsnacks and Miles Morales so I could just focus on this. But now I purchased two new games today. So I'm back to having three games at once. Uh, What are Uh, the two games? 
I uh, Age of Calamity Hyrule Warriors came out today. Oh, right, um, right. And also I bought Sakuna of Rice and Ruin because I was I wanted to buy that uh, because it's like a Metroidvania that also has farming elements. Oh, interesting. But then when I saw that the Marvelous, the company that made it, the stock price increased so much in Japan upon its release, they had to uh, halt its growth. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I will try that out. It seems pretty good or like it would be right up my alley. So. Hmm. So what what do you think you're going to focus on this? this uh, I will probably focus on Yakuza right now, just because I got to a point where it's like, oh, I can now soon I will unlock the go-kart mini game. Oh, sweet. And I very much need to find <laughs> that out. And I think there's like a management sim in there as well that people seem to really enjoy. So I am at the part where like almost all the side activities will be unlocked. So. But yeah, other than that, it's still doing it for me, man. I just like grinding in the battles. None of them take too long. Uh, I can now like upgrade items and like craft things. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's wild. How long do you think you're going to spend playing this game? I'm just kind of curious. if you uh, Probably a minimum of 40 hours, I would say. So probably at least 30 more hours. Uh, so it'll probably be a longer Yakuza game. Yes, and I originally was like, oh, I should try to 100% this, but then I saw that you still have to do all the, like, Mahjong and mm. uh, Shogi stuff, and was like, well, it was nice thought while it lasted. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, might as well 100% the stuff that you really like doing. I mean, yeah, that, that I actually that, care about. That's getting your money's worth, so. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's been uh, the games we've been playing. And yeah. I guess we'll uh, wrap it up with uh, the the VGAs, uh, which is the the game awards, video game mm-hmm. awards. Um, they just released the nominees uh, for you know the the game of the year categories, and I guess game of the year. Uh, what was it? Two days ago, I think on the eighteenth. Yeah, it was either a day or two ago. Uh, you so you can kind of go onto their website, which is just thegameawards.com, and then you can just go mm-hmm. over to nominees. You just need to sign in and you can vote. Uh, but we'll just kind of go through each category and just kind of talk about, uh, you know, each category and maybe what we think was will win and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to kind of just start from the bottom, or do you uh... want to start at the top and like start with the the big one? I guess we can start from the bottom. I mean, we should, some of these we probably don't need to talk about. Like, uh, no, like the best esports team, we can probably just skip it. Because yeah, I, best esports host, best uh, esports yeah. game, best uh, esports well, event, best esports coach. I, uh, like best, all of these, I don't care about. Uh, best esports game. I don't even. I forgot Valorant came out this year, so I just want to. It that. should be Valorant. Because uh, it's the only game that came out this year. Uh yes. <laughs> uh yeah, the best esports event. Um Evo wasn't it didn't occur this year, so it's the first time Evo's not on this list, which that's uh, yeah, sad. and uh people seem to be not enjoying Overwatch League as much anymore, so like no. who knows what's going on there. Uh best esports coach. I don't know why that's even a category, to be honest. Yeah, uh I mean they they do matter. Uh sure. But... I mean, but I like, I, I don't know if fans know enough, but maybe they do. I don't know. They do. Yeah. If they care about it, they care. Um, so let's start with, I guess, best debut game, which is just like the first game by the like the small studio. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's Carry On, Mortal Shell, Raji, An Ancient Epic, which I don't, I haven't heard I've of I've never game. even heard of that. Uh, Roki, which I forgot that game came out, and uh, Phasmophobia, which I thought Phasmophobia is in early access. It is. Uh, but that doesn't really matter anymore. I guess not. Uh, what do you think will win? Because like this is I one... don't I don't know. I have no idea what Raji is. If it was me going by what I know people talk about, it will be either Mortal Shell or Phasmophobia. Yeah, because like Carry On seemed to come out. People were like, "Yeah, it's all right," but like that's pretty much it. I I definitely heard the most about Mortal Shell out of these six. Yeah, I mean it's basically just like a Dark Souls clone that has some Five. interesting mechanics. Uh, like you can make your body get hard. I, that that's the main one uh but i i know scott played mortal shell and he really liked it and like i watched a lot of mortal shell streams and it seems like a cool game um but other than that a lot of people are playing phasmophobia as yes. well um but two of the people i know who play phasmophobia are like this game will someday be really cool <laughs> jumbo actually seems like he actively hates playing it uh but I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just not into that kind of horror thing. So if it was me, just because I have heard the most about Mortal Shell, I would probably say that. But I yeah, that know. that's my guess, because I, I it's pretty much weighted for journalists to get like 80 or 90 percent of it. Mm. And if I had to guess, journalists will probably just kind of go, I guess we'll vote Mortal Shell. That's my at least guess. Yeah. Um, moving on to content creator of the year. The mm-hmm. only one I've heard of is Alana Pierce. Oh, really? Pierce. You've never heard of Tim the Tap Man? I don't follow streamers at all. Uh, he is like maybe the most popular streamer on Twitch now. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. He does a lot and he plays like first person shooters, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I He's fine. Uh, if it was me, I would say Alana Pierce. But also now she works for Sony Santa Monica. So like she just announced that she got that job. So does that like is that allowed? I don't know because I know she uh, she has that new podcast that I I've heard great things about that has Troy yeah. Baker on it. I'm kind of curious yeah. if she'll continue to do that or not. Because she quit Rooster Teeth uh, a couple right. weeks ago, and then yeah, she announced that she is a story writer at Sony Santa Monica. So. A story writer, good for her. Yes. Um, I wonder if she's going to be working on the. I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, like story wise, how much they're going to. Uh, need adding now uh for the new god of war you know yeah i don't know because i don't know how that works if it's like that's one of the first thing that's laid out or if they kind of add that in as it goes i'm I'm just kind of curious about that i don't because it seems like story kind of carries everything yeah uh, because like you can't really work on like as like artist wise you can't work on new areas until like you know like narratively where that game's even going to take you so but yeah that's true i i would assume that the story is done first but i mean then there's still all kinds of like writing the side quests and sure, like writing sure. dialogue and shit so i mean yeah there's probably still a lot more to do and i'm just also they might be making two games at once that is very true as well so i mean i might just be very ignorant to all of that uh but moving on from which i guess we could also say jn lopez uh nick Merckx, and Valkyrie. valkyrie yeah i i I it's just not how you spell valkyrie so i'm not sure if that's how that's pronounced uh but yeah it it seems like we know alana pierce the most but Mm -hmm. 
Tim the see here's another thing though since it is a lot of journalists I wonder if they will pick Alana because like yeah that I don't know uh but uh we'll we'll see about that and that that's always just kind of brushed aside anyways whoever the the content creator is most yeah. of the time except uh, for when it was called trending gamer of the trending, year and Greg yeah. Miller won and that was yes. tight yes uh he did give a great speech yeah yeah uh now now moving on to multiplayer uh, Animal Crossing, which has some of the worst multiplayer I've ever experienced. I I wouldn't go that far, but I uh, it crashes constantly. Okay. Like it fucking I, sucks. Ass. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, Among Us, uh, a game from 2018. Come sure. on, dude. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, Fall Guys, that definitely got really popular. Yeah, and- I think that that could win. Um. Because and then this Valorant. isn't like best esports thing. I mean, no. Valorant is fucking crazy popular, and uh, people really like it. So, what well, I, I, I don't know. I think if we're talking masses, it's definitely Call of Duty versus Fall Guys. I'm just kind of wondering if Fall Guys was just like a flash in the pan. Uh yeah, because most people have not seemed to come back for. No. Uh, so I, I, I think that's a game where, like, if the voting was in, let's say, August or September. Fall Guys could have won, but I think now that we're a couple months out, I would have to guess at this point it'll be Warzone. Yeah, I would also guess that. Um, oh man, I accidentally clicked into multiplayer, so I gotta get out of here. Alright, and now we're moving on to best sports slash racing game. Uh-huh. Uh, Dirt 5, F1 2020, which is both Codemaster games. Yeah, so yeah. For them. Uh, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. And we all know what the best sports game was. FIFA. Tony Hawk Pro it, Skater I 1 and 2. hope Tony Hawk wins, but I don't know. It should. It is an extreme sport, and that game fucking ruled. I'm not going to say anything negative about it. I'm just saying I don't know if it will win. I don't know. Well, it should. It should. Uh, the next one is Best Sim slash Strategy, which is Crusader mm-hmm. Kings 3, uh, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is just so weird that's in this category. Yeah. And then XCOM Chimera Squad. What the fuck is Desperados 3? I've never heard of this in my life. Don't know. Okay. Uh, but if I had... Uh, this is a tough one. I I think if we're talking best game, it's probably Crusader Kings. Holy shit, it is a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Wow. Desperados 3. Good for Desperados. I just I've heard a lot of great things about Crusader Kings. It's just such a, like a niche game that I don't know. If that in this it's like yeah, in, in a game award sense, I don't think that that will ever come close to winning a category like this. No, so like maybe Microsoft Flight Simulator, but that's also very niche. I would say Gears it would Tactics? be Flight Simulator or Gears Tactics. Well, I did, people really like Chimera Squad too, though, right? So I like, liked Chimera Squad more than Gears Tactics. So, yeah, I, I don't know. So I mean, this one is very much up in the air, and I have no idea. And I, I'm going to say that I had never even heard of Desperados 3, but the fact that it seems like it reviewed wildly well yeah. is crazy. And it came out in June. June. I might have to 
check this out a little bit more because this may be right up my alley. If it, it seems like it is maybe uh, stealth based as well, which makes me less excited. Oh, well, THQ Nordic made this or published it at least. That's weird. They published it. Yeah. I'm okay. I'll, yeah, I'll have to look into this one a little bit more, but um, moving on a best family game. We've got animal crossing crash bandicoot four fall guys mario kart live mm, don't know about that one uh minecraft dungeons and paper mario so i don't ever know what this category means or is supposed to be even uh, though it says it it's for the best game appropriate for family play irrespective of genre or platform it does say that but like paper mario is a single player game I, but I, I think it's more like, what's the best game for kids? I, I guess. I mean, in that case, I would say Fall Guys. I was going to say Animal Crossing. I would say Fall Guys over Animal Crossing in this case, because like, I, I don't know. Fall Guys is like a fun, weird game where you it's like Wipeout, right? Whereas Animal Crossing, I mean, kids do like Animal Crossing. I'm yes. just saying, I, I don't know in this scenario. I think this is supposed to be like the most family friendly game that's at least my interpretation yeah i get well then it's not crash bandicoot 4 because that game is like for it's for fucking masochists so like yes that's uh, yeah i've heard that that game is very difficult it is very difficult um so yeah i mean i would definitely say it's between animal crossing and fall guys yeah i'm just gonna guess that animal crossing has such a huge like fan base that it'll just steamroll everything. I mean, kids really like Minecraft, but they're not the ones voting on this. So I don't probably not. So I, I, I'm, I'm really leaning animal crossing. I think it's, it's their category to lose. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one, best fighting game. Uh, none of them. I, yeah, that was my thought as well. Cause grand blue fantasy, I guess mortal Kombat 11 ultimate. No, that shouldn't even be nominated. Uh, Street Fighter V Championship. Should not nope. even be nominated. Uh, One Punch Man. Mm, I mean, it's it, it's it fine. People people do kind of like this game, but like it's it another shitty here. 3D yes. fighting game that's not very good. But that's right. my point. Like it, It's fine, but like it, I mean, it's fine that it's... I don't think it should even be nominated because like I don't think it's good enough to be nominated type of thing. And then no. Under Night and Birth, like... It's another one that I don't think should be nominated. Like this is just the same fucking game, but with more yeah. characters. Like I, uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Undernight have been nominated in this category for the past two, three years. Like right, right. how how can you keep doing that? So I guess I, I don't even know what. And like so, Grand Blue is fine. I did not yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, I like Grand Blue as a concept. Like it's a fine Arc System Works game, but I think the game like died because the tournament scene died because of covid so it's like it never really got its true showcase like the second season is coming out now but i never hear anything about this because like it it just didn't have enough time in the tournament scene for people to like latch on to it really well that and just like the tournament scene has now gone pretty much to online and they're Mm -hmm. only really playing games that have good online net code and this game does not yeah and that, that i mean that's just a problem with like almost all Japanese fighting games, unfortunately. Yes, except for Guilty Gear Strive, because sure. they finally gave it rollback. So, I, I mean, that, and that's a good thing, that, like, they're pretty much all going to rollback, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, fighting games this year have really just kind of died off, so, like, I, I don't even know. 
Yeah. But I'm guessing Mortal Kombat's probably one of the most played fighting games just because like that online netcode is pretty good. So Yeah. Uh, but moving on, your I would say one of your ca- categories, Manny. Mm-hmm. We've got Final Fantasy VII, the remake, Genshin Impact, Persona mm-hmm. 5 Royal, Wasteland mm-hmm. 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. The only one of these I have not played is Wasteland 3. Mm-hmm. My brother played it and he really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a different, it's a Western RPG, right? Yes, None yes. of the other ones are. No, no. I still think Persona 5 Royal should not count because it is just an additional scenario on a game that already mm-hmm. was a thing. And I, I think most time, most of the time, like uh, reviewers won't even vote for it. So I think it's going to be yeah. down to Final Fantasy, Genshin Impact, and Yakuza. I do not think Genshin Impact is the true answer. But to me, I don't know if I would say Yakuza or Final Fantasy VII Remake because I do think that Final Fantasy VII Remake has one of the best JRPG battle systems of all time. Uh, but other than that, like everything surrounding that, I don't think is super hot. Whereas Yakuza is just like a classic turn-based game. Uh, but I like everything else about it as well. Here's so. the thing, though. With Yakuza, I could see what happening... It, what happened to um, Red Dead happening to Yakuza, where it came out so late mm-hmm. that a lot of people, like people in like review offices, didn't get to play it yet. Yeah. So they might just end up falling to Final Fantasy VII just because not enough people played it. So like it's harder to to pick that game. That's that's yeah, at least yeah. my guess. Yeah, that's so, fair. So like I if I had to guess, I think it'll be Final Fantasy VII remake, which also. Is... Because Correct. nostalgia is very strong and people mm-hmm. feel like that game definitely brought out a lot of nostalgia. So mm-hmm. um, the next game on the list is best action adventure game. And we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Last of Us Part 2. I know you're going to say not Last of Us, Manny, but I have a feeling that's going to win. Well, if I was going to choose an action adventure game, Mm -hmm. I would choose one that's an action adventure game. Not a third person shooter. But that's just me. Well, how is it not an action adventure game? I mean, it's a third person shooter. Which is action adventure would be like more physical combat. Like I think all of these other games are actually action adventure games, whereas The Last of Us Part Two is not. You think Ori is more of an action adventure game than Last of Us? Yes, because it is. I don't know, man. It has gameplay mechanics of action, whereas like I technically The Last of Us Part Two is action, but like I would consider that to be a shooter instead. Well, it- I don't understand. I'm very because none of these other games are shooting games, right? But I mean, a shooter can be an action adventure. I mean, like you're saying, like you're saying, Uncharted is not an action adventure game. I mean, I would not consider it that in terms of genre. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's weird to me because, like, to me, like I put Jedi Fallen Order in like Uncharted in the same category. I mean, they are similar in what they like, the only story wise, diff- I guess. But like gameplay wise, I do not think they are similar. I, but I, but I, I mean, like just like the way that like the level design is and the way everything is designed, I guess I just kind of combine the two in my mind. 
Because like yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, know. like you can just basically use a bow for that entire game. That doesn't necessarily... you can, but Ghost of Tsushima's combat is like action combat. It's sure. not a third person shooter. Yeah, but like Last of Us, there's a lot of stealth, and you can like sneak around and not shoot a lot if you want to play it that way. I mean, you can, but it is a th- it is a third person shooter. I don't, I don't know. Like to me, that is a genre. Like third person shooting is a genre. But I don't and, think like, that's, that's a what genre. That game is. But it's that's not a like a genre here. I mean, it should be always because there's always third person shooters. That's why like half the categories at the game awards, I think, are bullshit is because most of the time they don't even have games that are that genre. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying like there is no shooter. There's no shooter this year. Yeah, which is bizarre. Uh, So like if you're talking about what we've talked about, Last of Us is an action adventure game, at least how like the game awards is defining. this. I, I guess. Yeah. Because like I mean, what I other... would not choose it regardless. Because like, so what other category matter. would you put it in? Like, there is no other category because it's. I guess not yeah, because they no, and they don't have a shooter category, which no, is no. bizarre. It were to me like the one I look at and say like I think it doesn't fit is Ori, because I would say that's a little bit more action than action adventure. I guess I mean it's a Metroidvania, so you're like. I don't know. I, to me, like action adventure, it has like story involved into it as well. Well, it doesn't I mean, Ori in the Will of this has more story than the first one. A little bit more. But then I look at like Hades in the next category under action. To me, that's more action adventure. I don't know. Like it, it, this is why like this is why genre awards are stupid. Yes, it is. Because, like, this is exactly what would happen if you and I decided to do genre awards. We would spend two hours arguing about what each game is, like, genre-wise. Well, yeah, but it's also, like, they fucking keep nominating Monster Hunter for RPG of the Year. It's not a fucking RPG. Yes. So, like, I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, what would you pick for this action-adventure, then? Uh, I would pick Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I didn't play Ghost of Tsushima that much. Right, so. right. And uh, Fallen Order, I, I, it's so stupid. I, I, it came out last year, and I know that it like missed the cutoff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, come on, man. I, I don't know. It yeah. just seems so weird. And I get they're like, oh well, it didn't get a chance to like be nominated. But then it's like, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, it just seems so weird to pit it up against a bunch of other games that came out in 2020. Yes. Either and then like, obviously, but then it was like, it's as far back as you could go. Right. So right. then like everything else will have more recency. So like, no one's going to pick it. No, no, no. It's like the last year when it was smash. It's like, okay, yeah. it's nice that it's getting nominated, but it's not going to win. No. Yeah. It just is weird to me. But I, I mean, we, I will say congrats to Sony having three games of the six in best action adventure game. So yeah. Um, and like the other thing that's weird about Fallen Order is it won some kind of user vote category, so it was almost allowed to be nominated anyways. Do you remember that? I don't. The Game Awards are weird. So like it almost like it was in some categories anyways last year because like users were able to vote for it. Sure. <laughs> so that's that's what I think is bizarre. I don't yes. know, man. Yeah. Very weird. But yeah, I, I think it'll be the Last of Us, I, and I think you'll get very upset when that. Happens. I will because it should not be that but uh, anyway moving on a best action game uh doom eternal hades half-life alex 
Neo 2 and Streets of Rage 4. It's Hades. I think it'll come down to Doom versus Hades, and I think Hades will win. It should, because it is the one. Uh, although Doom Eternal is very good. People didn't like Doom Eternal as much as the first one. That's not true. I don't know if that's true. A lot of people that I have heard talk about it seem to have not finished it. I But then you look at the Metacritic, and it has a higher rating. I guess that's true, but like every so like, time I have ever heard someone talk about it other than you, they have been like, I don't like this as much as the first one. I liked and it. And I, I don't know. Um, so like yeah. I, I see I think sometimes we kind of just focus on like our reviewers or whatever and we don't mm-hmm. really so like Giant Bomb was very negative towards Doom Eternal. I just mean everyone was like even in forum posts that I read, like people oh, really? were like it was yeah. So okay. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. As I said, it like on Metacritic from reviewers, it has a higher Metacritic score. So like it does seem like people liked it more than the first one. Yeah. To me, I would put them right about the same. I probably did like the first one a little bit more, but like it's not that much it's not that different to me. I, I like them both for, yeah. I think they're both good games. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on innovation in accessibility. This is a new one, I think. Uh, and it's, sh- this one should go to the last of us. Uh, recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by even wider audiences. I I want to say if this came out, if this was a list uh, category last year, I think Gears of uh, Gears Five would have won it. That had incredible. Uh, uh, accessibility options for like people that like, are deaf and stuff. But, the ones in The Last of Us 2 are like fucking crazy. Yes. Like you can have it fucking marry everything. You mm-hmm. can, there are so many options. It's ludicrous. Like I've seen the accessibility options for Valhalla and like they're pretty good. Yes. But it is nothing like what is in The Last of Us 2. The The Last of Us 2 is exactly like Gears 5 last year is basically what The Last of Us 2 did. Yeah. Uh, but the, the list is Assassin's Creed by Valhalla uh, Grounded, which is another early access game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hyperdot, which, hey, good for him to get get in a category. Yeah. I think that's probably more just because like he did a lot for Colorblind. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Last of Us, which you brought up, and Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be The Last of Us. Just like it's, it's so much of it is wild. Mm-hmm. Like you can completely change the game. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yes. Um, the best VR AR experience, uh, dreams, half-life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars squadrons and the walking dead. I didn't even know there was a walking dead VR game. Uh, I think there's a lot of them, but, uh, uh, but I only played half-life Alex and it was cool. Um, I have a feeling it'll be half-life Alex. Uh, it seems like the only two that I heard people talk about quite a bit was Half-Life Alex and Star Wars. Uh, but I I mean, Half-Life Alex was like, hey, we finally have like a good VR game. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll just like people... I mean, that's going to win. I think that'll be like a landslide win for Half-Life Alex. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on... Or do you even want to do you want to skip best community support because oh, I don't like, even know if any of the like I don't know about the community support of any of them so I guess I can't really yeah I, I don't really have anything to say uh, yeah. it's just uh, best community support is a 
uh, genre, whatever. I don't know awards. Uh, best mobile game, Manny. Uh, Among Us. Are you excited about that? Nope. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Uh, Genshin Impact. Legends of Runeterra. And Pokemon Cafe Mix. I think it's hilarious because Genshin Impact is a mobile game as well. And I always forget that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it runs really well on phones. And that's cool. I also was not aware that Call of Duty Mobile came out outside of China. But I guess it did in like last month. Oh. Um, And I don't know what Legends of Runeterra is. And Pokemon Cafe Mix is a weird matching game that is fine. Uh, so, so I don't know. I all I know is if Among Us wins it, you will be upset. It sucks. The mobile version sucks too. Yeah, it's not good. S- so like, I don't know, man. I remember yeah. one night we were playing it. I think it was the first night, and I just downloaded it on my phone. I played like one round, and I just went on my computer and just bought it on Steam. So yeah, I was like, I would rather pay money than play this free version <laughs> so that is my glowing endorsement for among us i guess yeah i i don't know man and yes. like sure maybe next year that game will be nominated in community support because they like are they decided to continue working on this game and like are starting it, to show new maps and stuff so like, yeah and they're gonna have like they're actually gonna have like a, a something at the game awards Mm, interesting so they'll 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 have something to announce there uh this is a category that i think we need to bring in like someone like jumbo and he can like break us break down all the the mobile stuff because like i other than the one match of among us i haven't played a mobile game in probably like four years oh legends of runeterra is the league of legends card game oh i was like what the fuck why is Riot making this? Okay, I understand. Sure. Um. Anyway, moving on to best indie game, uh, we have Carrion, uh, Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky Two, and Spiritfarer. I think Hades is going to win this one. I also think Hades is going to win this one, but it should be Hades or Spelunky Two. I just it feel like matter. interchangeable. Those are interchangeable, but I just I feel like I've heard a lot more about Hades than Spelunky. Uh, Hades just seems like the game for the mass market, and Spelunky seems like the game for masochists. Uh, sure, that's a good way to put it. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I think for that Hades will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it seems like Hades has one of the best stories of the year. So yes, it does. Uh, best ongoing game. Do you want to just skip this one as well? No Man's Sky should win by default. Uh, yeah, but Destiny's it's... doing stuff, I guess. Yeah, but No Man's Sky is still going on, and they just gave another f- huge free update for the current mm-hmm. gen consoles mm-hmm. that completely changes what the game is. So, like, I don't understand how they can keep putting shit out for this, and now they have, like, completely turned that game around. Like, they are... I, what do you mean they, you don't they know how? It. They made, like, a billion dollars... I but yes, but there's there's no way they should have been able to turn the public tide mm. against this game. Sure, sure. It should should have been literally impossible. Oh God, yeah, that's it. It was really bad in what 2016. It yeah. was really bad. Um, but uh, sure. I mean, like I I don't play any of these games because it's Apex, Destiny, Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I 
I don't play any of those games, so I don't really care. To People actually got really mad at Apex recently for like some weird cost thing in the new Battle Pass or something. I feel like people are always complaining about the battle pass and apex i guess that's true uh but anyway moving on games for impact this is kind of like just like a thought-provoking game with mm. a pro-social meaning or message so if found uh, ellipses i don't know what that is uh kentucky route zero i heard great things about that spirit yes. fairer uh you seemed kind of mixed on yeah uh tell me why i liked it um and that's the only one I played. And through the darkest times, that's another game I haven't heard of. It does like Kentucky route zero just seems like a game that like, it's either, it kind of reminds me of, um, God, what, hmm. well, I can't, I can't think of the game right now, but it just seems like a game that people are like, this is one of the best games, like stories I've ever seen. Or mm. people are like, it just didn't work for me. It just seems like it's one or the other. Yeah, but like I still think out of these, it'll probably be that or maybe tell me why. I think it'll end up being tell me why uh, just because like I think what it's about is the most like transparent, I guess. Uh, well, we didn't play if found or through the darkest times. So That's true. So I don't know about that. But like Kentucky Route Zero, like definitely is like a way more intellectual thing. Right, right. Uh, and like I played the first three episodes out of the five, which I got to go back and finish that. Um, it like it is really good, but it is about like the bleakness of what our society is. Mm-hmm. And it like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, maybe not just like oh yeah games for impact or whatever like it's not when i think about like oh yes this is like doing something to give like visual visualization to like a oppressed group or something or like right, right. about mental health like it is about that stuff but like on a weird more existential level kind of right so I, I don't know like if that's gonna win in terms of this category like i think that tell me why is just like the one that stands out the most of like being about something I, other than the two that we don't know about right yeah, but like yeah, yeah. Sp- spirit fairer is like yes all these characters have weird issues and stuff but I, I, yeah i don't know you, you you seem to make it seem like it didn't completely come together so. yeah like it just doesn't go that deep i guess um so yeah i i i think tell me why is probably the game that was played the most mm-hmm. uh, that would be my guess at least yeah which i mean i looking at this don't not is definitely the biggest studio of them all for sure. Yeah. And it being on game pass probably helped as well. I'm mm-hmm. uh, moving on to best performance, which is just kind of like the best voice actor. You have uh, Ashley Johnson in last of us as Ellie, uh, Laura Bailey as Abby in the last of us, uh, Daisuke Suji. Daisuke Suji. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was Jin in ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades and Hades and Naji Jeter, Naji Jeter, I assume. And he was Miles in a Marvel's Spider-Man. I have heard that like, this is like one of the best voice performances. Like he nails it as far as I understand Naji. Oh yes, he does. So my question is I am playing Ghost of Tsushima in Japanese. I assume that this is not that guy. Um, probably not. I do I would know guess this is the English voice actor. I do know that um, everybody that like every voice actor in the game is Asian. Yes. Uh, but I don't know like 
I, I don't think they would nominate a Japanese voice actor uh, for yeah. the English, you know, awards. That so would be like, my guess. He might actually do both. Oh, maybe. He I, might be I, able to I, do I guess I can't really find that info very quickly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, they are not the same. They are not the same, okay. No, Kazuya Naki is the Japanese voice actor. So I can't comment on what Jin sounds like as an English voice actor, I guess. Uh, but the other fine. ones, The other ones are very good, man. Yeah, like, I, I, Lo- Logan Cunningham is one of my favorite voice actors, period, ever. Because he does voices in every Supergiant game, and he kills it as Hades again. Uh, but it's one of those things where it's like, I wouldn't say that it's that because... He does the same voice well, that's, for like all those characters. Um, a, that was exactly what I was going to say for Ashley Johnson as Ellie. If you just listen to Ashley Johnson, it's just the same voice. Yeah, but like Laura Bailey kills it as Abby. She does. Uh, and and I, I, I haven't yeah, played I know, Miles man. Morales. So I'm leaning towards Laura Bailey personally, but I, I don't I, know. I would say Laura Bailey or Naji Jeter because he does do a good job as Miles for mm-hmm. sure. But it's one of those things where like the performance that Laura Bailey has to do as Abby in The Last of Us is incredible. So like, uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. There's a lot of range with that yeah. character, mm-hmm. uh, especially like towards the end and just like yeah, like I, I what she has to do and yes, I I would definitely not Abby. Uh, Laura mm-hmm. Bailey is with. So I, I yes, that's that's my. I think we're leaning in the same there. Uh, yeah. Best audio design. This one, this is another one that I just like. I don't know. Like, uh, Doom Eternal, Half Life, Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Three, and The Last of Us Part Two. And so this is a weird one where, like, because the it's not about the music; it's about the like the, sounds yes. of it and like i sure the sound in ghost of tsushima and the last of us is very good it's one of the, like my problem with audio design is like you don't notice it unless it's bad yeah but also like usually i feel like like it's probably gonna be resident evil 3 right because it's one of those things where it's like it matters more in horror games i yes. guess it's less so, about the music uh, and it's yeah. more about that. But I didn't like Resident Evil Three. Isn't that scary? And that I think that could hurt it. Maybe I, I just remember last year Call of Duty won it, but that was because like all the marketing, yeah, they were like, the oh, the bullets and like everything. So like mm-hmm. they really pushed that audio. Where like here, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I didn't notice anything special about any of these personally. And I played doom eternal ghost of Tsushima resident evil and the last of us. So I played half-life Alex and mm-hmm. it sounded like a shooting game. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. So like, I don't, I don't really know, or honestly, I don't really care either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, best score in music to me, this is a good four way tie, but like, so it's... I think that final fantasy seven remake being in this category is illegal. Because there's no real new music. Like, it's mm. just Nobuo Uematsu remixed his shit. And, like, don't get me wrong. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was also incredible in 1997. Right, so, right. like, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, it's Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy, Hades, Ori, and The Last of Us. I was going to throw Final Fantasy in that mix, but you seem to be, uh, like, saying, like, I don't know if it should win. I don't know that it should count. Or count. Um. 
Uh, I didn't play it, but I know people were like, yeah, this music is great. But I, I also knew that it was just kind of like uh, remixing old. Yeah, it is. It is excellent. But I mean, it was always excellent. So it's it's one of those things. It's weird. Uh, but Doom Eternal, Mick Gordon. Great job. Ugh, and love it. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's another just excellent one. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. But like I if I were to make a list of like five things that were great about The Last of Us, I don't think music and score would be in that top five so no uh the music in hades is the best Mm. to me because i love everything darren corb does and it fucking rules you see you would say hades uh yes i would even though i really like doom eternal soundtrack and you didn't even play the game i didn't but i listened to the soundtrack so so yeah to me like i don't even know like doom or ori i i I didn't play hades or final fantasy so like i can't say but like it's so hard to compare doom and ori those are two two very very wildly different (laughs) soundtracks yes Uh, Uh uh-huh totally very different so like i will just say both are excellent and leave it at that Mm -hmm. um best art direction uh final fantasy 7 remake ghost of tsushima hades or in the will of the wisp and last of us part two i will say this right now if ori does not win this category it is a literal crime i was as long as last of us doesn't win because like i last of us looks great but like i don't it's not the art that it that's just like technically amazing like what they're able to do but like i agree ori is just like a beautiful game and you saw it uh yeah at fucking 6k oh my god (laughs) the background is just yeah it is yeah and like hades is also drawn like that but it's just ori is like that is Mm -hmm. it's on a different level i think of like the detail in everything in ori for sure where like final fantasy 7 ghost of tsushima like those are like ghost is like has very beautiful backgrounds but like i I don't know like uh like final fantasy 7 and last of us i put those two in the same category where it's just like this just had a lot of money poured into this yeah for sure uh where like at least hades and ori that's just their art direction that is carrying Mm -hmm. those games so like to me i put a a lot more you know like uh weight into like actual good art rather than just like hey we spent a billion dollars on this <laughs> yeah same <laughs> so yes if as long as one of those two i think i'll be happy but yeah i think Hori should absolutely win it and the only reason why i would say Hori doesn't win it is because it's a remake and it or not a remake but it's a sequel and the first yeah, one yeah. is also just as beautiful in a very similar mm-hmm. art style so yeah uh moving on best narrative uh, 13 sentinels <laughs> i okay so sure. i want to play this game so bad i think i'm gonna buy it it was i almost bought this instead of sakuna hmm. people say that this is my shit and that i will love it and i want to buy it so bad it oh it man it is Manny, a vanillaware game i have bad news for you what is it that it cost 60 dollars? no it came out in november of 2019 that was in japan oh okay it came out a couple months ago here Okay, you're right. Japan twenty September twenty second. Uh, okay, so okay, it's back on the list, Manny. You can. It is can brand it. new. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm very excited. I so people say that one is fucking dope, mm. and the story of Final Fantasy VII remake is a joke. Uh, sure, sure. Um, uh, anyway, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it has a good ending, but I wouldn't say like it's a good narrative throughout. It just has a good ending. 
mm-hmm. uh, Hades and Last of Us Part Two. This is something that we will vastly disagree on, mm-hmm. but I will say The Last of Us Part Two should absolutely win this, and you're going to say that I would say Hades one thousand percent should win this. Uh, but I also people, no one voting on this is going to have played Thirteen Sentinels. So no, no, no. Uh, and, it, and so I think it's down to Hades versus Last of Us. And yes. Uh, that'll be very interesting to see which one wins that. I'm sure The Last of Us will win. Uh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Game Direction. This is another one that I just don't understand. Uh, it cr- awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. And it's Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life Alex, and Last of Us Part Two. So let's just think about this for a second. I mean, like, Final Fantasy VII is just a JRPG, with an, an action JRPG, with a great battle system, like, probably the best. Mm. But is it really that innovative? The battle system is a lot different than any other okay. JRPG. Okay, you're right. I, I'm wrong about that. Ghost of Tsushima, not innovative. Uh, no, I do not think so um half-life alex sure it's like in, like the best <laughs> vr game i will give it that well so like i also i don't think hades is like i, I none of them i don't think are like super innovative i guess no like last of us is just like hey we just had like more money than everybody else yeah and like it so I, I H- can... hades is like it's just it's a roguelite right and it like sure it does interesting things with the way plot is delivered but like it still is that it's a it's a roguelike that is just like uh isometric roguelike i mean like it's not yeah. anything like that crazy no i which i guess the one big thing is that it actually has a narrative in a roguelike which is new i guess mm. uh but yeah i i guess i would go half-life i don't personally. even i don't i don't know i like i, I didn't I, play it but i i i it certainly isn't ghost of Tsushima. i mean like their big <laughs> innovation is that like hey we didn't put markers on the map and you just kind of like have wind tell you which direction to go yeah, instead of an wind. arrow. <laughs> I mean, What's like it? that's not innovative. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. Like I, it's so like the other part of it to me is like creative vision. And like, I, what's that creative about making a sequel of last of us? Nothing. And what's that's so what I'm cre- saying. What's so creative about remaking like the most popular final fantasy game. Uh, I mean, they do a lot of creative things in it that are not like the original. Sure. So, like, I, 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 like, I would say either it should be Hades or Ghost of Tsushima because, like, if you're looking for like a creative vision, Ghost of Tsushima is that. I mean, like, the way everything comes together, like the way the world looks, the way the character is. Like, I guess I don't know how the story ends up, but like that to me. I, I, I just, don't know. Like it's it's a unique experience. Like with the way it looks, I guess it's not. I I keep saying it, it's just the best Assassin's Creed game you, that's ever been made. But that it doesn't. It looks different. Like game direction is not just like whether or not it's innovative or not. But it literally says innovation. It says outstanding creative vision and innovation. Sure. Like there is a I lot guess, of creative vision going on in Ghost I, of Tsushima. For I guess. Sure. Like I I guess I just like I'm thinking of it more as just like innovative. This is just a weird category that I don't understand anyway. So, like, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, like, to me, Ghost of Tsushima, not the most innovative game. No, but, that is true. Uh, but anyway, the last one is Game of the Year, which it's Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, and Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is not that surprising because I'm pretty sure I have said multiple times it's going to be down to Final Fantasy VII, Hades, Animal Crossing, and Last of Us Part Two. Yes, except that I think it's really just going to be between Final Fantasy and Last of Us. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Animal Crossing really took over the the world at the beginning of the year. I I mean, but so does every other Animal Crossing that's ever come out. I don't. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, it definitely. Uh, so, like, I I don't think Animal Crossing will even. I I don't know. To me, this would either be Final Fantasy VII or The Last of Us. Sure. And I think it'll be The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, I think that's what will win. Um, it is funny that Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing both came out on the same day. And are there, yeah. yes. Which, good for them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm just surprised to see Doom, to be honest. But I'm trying to think of... Well, like, but like what else, else? what else would you put up there, I guess? Uh, I, for me, I'd probably put Ori. But like, I guess... Uh... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would put vastly different games up there as a whole, but like I, maybe Yakuza. I guess, but like in like this kind of category where it's like also meant for like the widest possible audience. Yeah, sure. Like, yes. I yes. I don't. I don't know that there is another game that they could easily replace it with and have it be like. Yeah, I don't know because like Nintendo didn't really put out a lot of stuff that hit big other than Animal Crossing this no, year. They, I, I wouldn't even like. I Paper Mario didn't even come close. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like I, I mean, maybe they because Fall Guys hit in a big way, but like I, even then, I as I know. said, that was more of a flash in a pan, and you don't even hear about it anymore. Uh, Spelunky, yeah. like it just got it, it got overshadowed by Hades this year. Yeah, so it's I I don't know what you would replace Doom Eternal with, uh, but either way, I I mean, like I I to me. It's like the top four that I mentioned. You're probably right about Last of Us and Final Fantasy as the top two, and Ghost mm-hmm. and Doom Eternal are probably on the bottom of those that list. Yeah. Uh, and if I had to guess, Ghost will probably be would be a little higher, but like it's not a one through six, and they just kind of pick one. So I yeah. think it'll probably be the Last of Us this year that wins. Yeah, I also think it will be the Last of Us that wins. So yeah. Um, which I didn't even look. Did you see when the game awards are? I did not. Let me go into the FAQ and see if it's in there. Uh, how can I watch the show? When is the game awards? Thursday, December 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Wait, it comes out the same day as Cyberpunk? Or it's on the same day as Cyberpunk comes out? Um, Is Cyberpunk December 10th? It is. So I guess it's uh, the same day. Do you think Yikes. they will have anything for Cyberpunk? Uh, I do not. Huh. Yeah, it is the same day. Um, hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that's got to be a yeah Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Cyberpunk's coming out on a Thursday? Look, dude, who cares? It's not even going to come out that day. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's going to get delayed. Huh. So I don't know. Question. Can I co-stream the show? Yes. We welcome and encourage co-streaming. They do. Um, is Do you think we'll meet up again as always, Manny? Oh, yeah. As always. Okay. Well, that's good. Because like, it's not fun watching it by yourself or it won't be nearly as fun, I would say. No, definitely not. Uh, where we can kind of snicker and make our 
uh, tongue-in-cheek oh, comments boy. about it. <laughs> World exclusive. World exclusive. Um, do you want to... <clears throat> Why don't we, like, save, like, predictions for... Like maybe maybe we do like a predictions episode next week for what we think like might get announced or something, and like maybe give us ourselves a week to see like see what we can come up like predictions wise. How does that sound? Yeah, because uh, like the, the big thing like we we talked about all this. This all gets pushed aside. The big thing is what gets announced at the game awards. Mm-hmm. And what I hope is that the big thing and announced at the game awards isn't. Uh, Crossroads 2. That's my hope. Because, although, like, realistically, probably the biggest thing that got announced was they actually showed what the Xbox Series X looked like. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But that got shown way earlier in the stream. So, Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't know, the stuff that it gets announced this year could actually be really exciting because, like, now they can finally be like, ah, yes, this thing will be a PS5 game or a Series yes. X game. So. Uh, where, like, this entire year, it was Xbox and Sony just playing chicken with each other and not really, like, no one really felt like they could announce anything because like the systems hadn't even been really shown. So it was just like a complete shit show this year. And I remember even like the end of last year as well, where I feel like last year had a very light game awards in general. Yes. I mean, they did show fast and the furious crossroads. Yes. So that was very important. <laughs> you were very surprised. I I mean, you can't say you weren't surprised. By no, it. no. Uh, and then a surprising game awards announcement. Yes. And then everyone was like, that looks generic as hell. And then it came out and shocking. It was generic as hell. What? Why wasn't that an uh, awarded for racing? Best game? narrative? No, racing. Oh, uh, I mean, best narrative. It's more, it's better that way. Maybe. sure <laughs> sure it certainly had a narrative i wonder how they're going to do speeches and stuff this is gonna be a very interesting year it will be yeah it'll probably just have a bunch of fucking webcam shit going on uh probably and like have it hooked up and like they'll all like all the studios will have to be kind of ready for um, you know, all, all the the studios nominated will have to be ready to speak or something. It'll be very interesting, and I'm sure it'll be a complete shit show because stuff like won't quite sync and stuff. So it'll. I think this will be a fun year. It will be. I have some breaking news Ooh. as of five hours ago. HBO uh, in the Last of Us series, Neil right. Druckmann is writing it. Oh, so it won't actually suck. <laughs> Good for them yeah so that's pretty cool do you think it'll just be basically one story uh i hope so but i don't know uh which i mean if since it's gonna be an eight i know it's gonna be like an hbo series like they'll be able to like ex- prolong it and that's that's the biggest issue with like video game store video game like movies is they're like we need to take this 20 hour game and condense it down into a two hour movie mm-hmm. um where if you just like take like a 10 to 12 hour game and condense it into five or six episodes like a TV series or maybe even 10 episodes or whatever it is. Like it just seems like you'll, it'll be much more easy to do. So I, I actually have a lot of faith in that. 
Yeah. And the fact that Druckmann is actually writing it, which I know he was involved before, but now he's like mm-hmm. really involved. That yeah. Uh, that's exciting because that's definitely a story that more people should experience and not a people a lot of people will. Well, a lot of people did, but you know what I mean, like a lot more people will definitely be able to experience that great story. So Yeah, yeah. Um but I think that's it for this episode, Manny. Yeah, that is it for this episode. Uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, an excellent chiptune band. You can check them out. And we will be back next week with more hot video game talk. Peace out. Peace out.